What's going on, everyone? It's Wednesday, and game night is now. I'm Dan, joined as always by Flippin' Sweet himself, Jeff. Heyo. And the podcaster formerly known as Big Daddy Steve. Papa Steve. What's going on, guys? <laughs> you clapped uh, way early this week. We are. We are starting I, I, there a was good a lull six in minutes. the conversation. I figured we were ready Fucked. to jump into it. I don't know what the topics are this week. They, I, I put them. They're right there. In yeah, no. yeah. I know. I've done zero research. That's I've fine. Done a, a, did you see what I did? Amount of did research. you see what I did instead of making doing research? I, I posted <laughs> the video in the Discord channel. Uh, I, I saw a post, didn't open it. All I see is Beach Boys. I get around. No, no, no. In the in the actual <laughs> Discord, in the general. Uh, when you when you get a chance, have a listen to that. The flip Fucking intro. Finally. Yeah. I uh, oh. instead of doing research, I sat at my computer. And made you an intro to your uh, stream. Nice. I actually thought about doing that over the weekend. What's up, Mike the Champ? Happy birthday, man! Big twenty-one, Mike the Champ. How was that? How was that first taste of that sweet, That's sweet who Mike's he hard is. lemonade? Okay. He showed up in the timeline, and I was like, I know, I know him from somewhere. Yeah. How do I know this name? Congratulations. Enjoy uh, paying more for everything you take in with liquid. The um. <laughs> If if that actually was your first drink, you and I share a very common thread here. A, a Mike's hard lemonade was also my first drink. Vodka and cranberry. They thought it was hilarious. Like, who was that? Who was they? The friend of mine who I said after like 25 years, I'm finally gonna have a drink. I said, whatever you figure out, uh, I'll drink it. <laughs> it and he brought cranberry. back a he brought a vodka cranberry. Because it's a lady drink, and I'm a lady not drinking my drink till I'm 25. You I used to it? drink. I used to drink vodka cranberries. It's not bad. I mean, they're all right. They're is good. is it literally just cranberry juice with vodka in it? Yes. Uh-huh. But he yeah. ordered like the shittiest taste like nails vodka in it. Just the well, just the one that they got to reach way down there. Way down. No, there. no, like the stuff they scoop up off the floor below the well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vodka. All the vodka does is create the alcoholic version of whatever you were supposed to be drinking that's i mean that's what good vodka is supposed to do what well, bad yeah, vodka yeah. does is just hangover juice <laughs> we used to like filter vodka with the brita pitcher until we realized that it was more expensive to pay for the charcoal pods to filter it than it would be just to buy good vodka <laughs> seven times purified Vladimir vodka, but delicious. your water tasted better. No, it didn't. Did nah. you? Ever, you probably never had Vladdy vodka. You can buy Vladdy vodka is cheaper than milk. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys been playing this week, Jeff? Uh, I played Legend of Heroes. Uh, that sounds like a mobile let me, game. Let me let me butcher the pronunciation here. Akatsuki no Keski or Keseki. It's the Japanese-only PSP release of the Legend of Heroes uh, Trials of Cold Steel series, hmm. but it's the fan-translated version. So I brought my PSP to work this week. Did you get some looks? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm almost done with Trails of Cold Steel 1. I got to beat 2, which I'll be playing on the Vita on the bus. Um, I picked up Warcraft 3. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Reforged. Yes. People did not care for that. They did not care for that. And you know why they didn't care for that? Because they're fans of Warcraft, and they've been playing <laughs> the original version forever. 
I, however, grew up on Warcraft 2 and never bought Warcraft 3. So for me, it's a refreshing change of pace. There you go. Now, I think um, the only thing that really didn't piss me off but was kind of sketchy about it was the fact that they're like, oh, by the way, we own all your shit. So just in case somebody dotas this again, we own that. Didn't they right. give well, that like, away for free or give refunds or something? They gave there was a, there there was a if you tried to get a refund within so many hours, they just automatically refunded you because so many people were pissed off. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot of mad nerds, and they gave them their money back so that they could go buy I don't know magic cards or destiny bucks, whatever they whatever they do. Ah, uh, shit! I realize I'm like I'm throwing massive shade at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just named all of Steve's hobbies. <laughs> I got halfway through. Whoa, magic whoa, whoa. cards and i was like ah shit i'm i'm painting steve into a corner here <laughs> i i don't buy destiny bucks i don't buy premium currency okay all right it, so you're not you're not a nerd that i'm talking about then you're a different kind of nerd <laughs> although technically you're forced into it when you buy the expansions because you can't buy the like the what is it the season individual seasons through steam mm. you have to buy the like in-game currency and buy it in the game so whatever but Man. um i don't I don't like purchasing cosmetics unless they were cheap enough to be like, ah, yeah, I'll support the devs, but I just can't stomach the idea of forking over like five bucks for a fucking emote. Like that's, that's <laughs> a lunch. I could go yeah. out to lunch or I could buy an emote that I'm going to use like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every review I watched on it was like, the game is great if you haven't played it before. And then, uh, fuck Blizzard, fuck Activision, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well... I've never played it before, and it looks like my kind of game, so I'm going to jump right in. Good stuff. You uh, playing just the solo campaign or online or any? like Just I, the I, solo campaign. I can't imagine that you would fare very well hopping into that game After now. 18 years of it being in existence? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just playing the solo. Good stuff. Steve, what have you been playing this week? This week, I jumped back into destiny because it's the new uh valentine's day thing which uh is gonna be a lot of fun because it's all about partners playing with your chosen partner so i'm grabbing my brother-in-law and we're gonna get some stuff done um but in order to do that i wanted to wrap up those pvp weapons that i was chasing so i played a whole bunch of competition last night and was not the funnest time i ever had because there's an exploit that's going on right now that people are uh, trying to get through. And some dickhead pulled it out um, in one of our matches that we were starting to win. And it's like, in the game, there's an ultimate for all the character classes. Sure. And warlocks have one where they can just pull out a flaming sword and just start whipping like flaming bolts at people. And the exploit is if you quickly go into your menu as soon as you activate it and swap your main weapon the the timer never runs out so you as long as you keep pulling the trigger you just keep whipping those sword blasts and it's an instant kill if you get caught by one is this just like a new new exploit or is this something that just blizzards or uh um bungie's ignoring no it happened in the last patch and it should be patched out in a hot fix like tomorrow sure but it um I forgot it existed until suddenly I watched my team like melt and I could just keep hearing it because normally when you hear an ultimate, you just fuck off. You just try to outrun till sure. their time runs out. And I was like, it's, it's been like 30 seconds. So I can still hear this guy going, would you, would you? And it's like, fuck. So 
I actually had my ultimate, so I just sort of flew over top of him, popped it, and just I killed us both. But it, it made it so he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna suicide for the team. We wound up winning. I got my pinnacle weapons, so I only really have one left, and I don't know if I want to go through the process for it because it is you're true, gonna, you're gonna do it. true end game. You're, yeah, gonna, you're, you're gonna do it. Do it. Uh, I might get half of it because it's actually two parter. You have to do a long series of PvP focus quests, and you get a handgun called Luna's Howl, and then that turns into a different handgun called uh, Not Forgotten. But in order to do that, you have to reach maximum points in um, the the PvP competition style. You have to get to five thousand, and people always get like deadlocked in that like forty one hundred because that's where you actually start losing just as many points as you would for winning so you have to win more often than lose to get to the top and if there's there's one person i know who can pull it off it's big papa steve no <laughs> no my my ratio isn't that good but uh so i'll probably get the first half of that but the second half i would only do it for bragging rights because it's not even really good um the division two is three dollars right now, so that's what I've been playing. Uh, I don't don't think I like it very much. Did we lose Jeff? I think we might have lost Jeff. Um, I just don't. I, I just don't have. <laughs> I just don't have the like. You have the like the the desire to want to grind on something, and that's just not where I'm at right now. And that's that game feels a little grindy. I, it it kind of depends on what the grind is, though. Like, there's so many options available to grind. <laughs> anything you want if you don't already have it in d2 that it it's hooking me but to do the same shit over and over again for you know just something i'm not that interested in yeah. but uh what did you play division one uh yeah i played for like two or three weeks and then never looked at it again yep that's the so way to do it is two like a significant upgrade or not really so what i've heard it's is three dollars it, it? it, it is three dollars it was i, I <laughs> bought it, it i bought it because exactly. it was three dollars um i didn't play the end of division one but i heard they made a lot of quality of life upgrades and that this is just a slight bump over what it was when division one ended division two is, is a fine game it's just i just can't bring myself to come down here and play it um maybe if it's on geforce now i'll start playing it on my phone or something that's... I'll throw this out there though. I have it. I've played exactly like forty minutes of it. We could do a game night now uh stream of this. Damn straight. Let's do it. Uh what's the platform? No, you're not allowed to play. It's on Epic. Ah. If if it was for a stream, I'd I'd download Epic. But as soon as we're done, <laughs> shit's been deleted. It's, that shit it's right being scrubbed. I... I'm I'm gonna format my hard drive as soon as we're done. Yeah, yeah we're... you now. Okay. Do it. Go ahead. I was going to continue the conversation and you were going to continue I was gonna to talk. Say, now that you mention it, uh, in the Trails of Cold Steel, if you lose a uh, a fight, you have the option to retry or weaken the enemies and retry. And it's essentially <laughs> removed all grinding from this RPG. And now I'm wondering why this doesn't exist in every RPG. Because, because in the games they put are in a bitch short. mode. Can't tell you how many times I'm like, you know what? I just, I'm not wasting another 40 minutes going around and uh, grinding up just to get through this one boss fight. That, that, I mean, we talked about this before, but like that <laughs> grinding is like, it feels like cheating to me. 
Like, it's just, if, so I can't beat the boss, so I just got to kill a bunch of this easy shit, and then I can beat the boss. Like, that's not my idea of having a good time. I somewhat disagree with you, but that this part of this is actually going to fall into our uh, thing later. It's called the Flippin' Five. Yeah, the thing. The thing. You mean the only branding we have outside of game (laughs) night now? So, I always like the idea of sort of being able to grind to customize the difficulty per whatever your tolerance was for time. That was why I got into JRPGs back in the day, because if I ran into a boss that I started slamming my head into because he was too difficult, I knew I could go fuck <coughs> off and train and, you know, grab some materia for talking about Final Fantasy VII and, you know, level those up, get a whole new set of skills or abilities and <clears throat> I always liked that that option to become as powerful as you want or could stand. Uh, but I think that is also something that sort of timed out, you know, like that's not how people play games anymore. And no, like I, with the exception of MMOs, which I will grind to all heaven. Yeah. I just, I've never been like, I want to try to Sword. get, I want to try to be as low under leveled as possible to in every encounter. Yeah. I, I can't do like random encounters anymore. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I podcast that. Yeah. It's like, I can't sit there and do a loading screen and a combat. I was like, all my RPGs that I can play anymore have to come in the form of an action RPG or just a totally different game that incorporated RPG elements of some kind. RPG elements are ruining video games. I won't disagree with you. They're great in RPGs. They leaked into every other kind of game and took all of those fun games and turned them into horse shit. Like, I swear to God, if Last of Us Part 2 has RPG elements, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. There are specific well, you're going to have to wait because it's going to get pushed back. Yeah. Specific <laughs> things were made better and many other things were made worse. Like sports RPGs. It, like... it turned into a patent. I'll, I'll disagree with you. And the game is called Inazuma 11. It's a soccer RPG and it's fantastic. Yeah, but it has to be built as that whole thing in mind you can't like take a madden and be like hey this helmet makes you clash a little bit better and can potentially has like a two percent chance to just immediately push over your opponent like plus five brain damage yeah yeah i I feel like uh, they just put it all it put it in there to pad everything out like that's that seems to be the new hotness hotness in fighting games is like gear and stat bonuses on your fight that completely ruins a fighting game for me like I don't want anything to do with that shit. But uh, my favorite gameplay is out of FPS RPGs, and there aren't really a ton of them, even still these days. Like Borderlands sort of picked that up with their infinite types of guns, but that shit got pretty old, and they did drop a lot of stuff too. Like they you're don't not, do they don't do player stats; they just do weapon stats. You're not gonna name drop Wildlands after all this time. Yeah, Wildlands was not a first-person shooter, though. That was an over That's the That's true, but it is an RPG shooter. Oh, yes, it is, definitely. <laughs> um, and honestly, that game was mediocre at best. <laughs> so, uh, how many hours? Pull it up right now. How many hours did you put into this mediocre best game? There was what? more because I really wanted to finish it, and I kept getting sidetracked doing other dumb shit, and by the time I was like... I really want to finish it, but I really don't want to play it anymore. Over under, over under fifty hours. 
Let me see. I think I get into my profile. While he's looking that up, I also jumped back into Killer Queen Black. That game's still God fun. God damn it, I still own that you game. you still need to play that with me. You you set up a time that we're going to do a game night now stream of some sort. Okay. Either Killer Queen Black or The Division 2, and I will actually Ooh. play it. I wow. think I think Killer Queen Black might make for a better stream. Um, I don't think anybody will watch either of them, so it doesn't no. really matter. But it'll be televised for dozens to not see. So, uh, let's see. Where do you think going from top down of playtime? Terraria. Where do you think uh, Ghost Recon falls into? Right after Terraria. Right after. No, now Terraria is my number one at 836 hours. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now, not Uh, all of that's real game time, though, because I used to. Fall asleep playing it? No, you used to have to be live to host a server, and there was a particular way you had to do it that it would still Steam would still count your time. So there's like a couple days or like a week's worth of time on there where uh, I just left a server running, but it still you know counted that as playing the game. I'm gonna say sixth. Sixth. Yeah. Dan. Uh, I thought I thought it was gonna be your number two game. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'm out. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. We're not getting both showcases on this one. No. 1, 22, 23, 24. I mean, we might not even be within 100. It's number 25 out of 600. If I wasn't games. positive, it was going to be very, very boring. I'd have you list them. Yeah. Uh, Ghost... <laughs> it, it sounds he's gonna, like it's going to be He's dry. going to do it anyways. Yeah, Ghost Recon only caught me number for 25. 80, 85 hours. 85 did, hours. Give me... Give me number two and number 24. Game. Just so I can get a frame uh, of reference. 24 would be right. Number <laughs> right above it is Dungeon Delvers. I played a shitload of that with a friend of mine. That's at 85 hours, but probably has like a couple minutes over uh, Ghost Recon. Um, right under Terraria, Destiny 2 just took its spot. Wow. Because well, under that, three, I have then. a couple like shitty uh, idle games, which used to just hoard the top of my list. Uh, Destiny Two is sitting at four nineteen. Very good. Well, speaking of Activision Blizzard former games, Destiny Two segue. GeForce Now has been out for a week, and it's already losing video games. Um, Activision Activision Blizzard is pulling their lineup off of GeForce Now less than a week after it launched. Um, what do you think this means? <laughs> do you think Activision Blizzard is going to go off on their own and have their own streaming service? Yeah, this is Netflix part two. There's money to be made. They just don't know how to do it. Step three is profit. This this yeah. is this is what I'm very scared of because if this is the way that streaming started when Netflix started, this shit would have never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why it became such a big deal is that Netflix had almost everything. And you could sign up, and it was such a great deal. And everyone got used to doing it and saw the benefits of it. And then it was okay to start shaving some of them off. And, you know, okay, maybe I'll have two or three streaming services. But if, you know, in, what, 2009 or whatever the hell they started this shit, if there was 15 streaming services and I had to sign up for all of them, this this would have never worked. No, that reminds me of that meme where somebody is like, oh, Netflix comes out and they take their pirate bay pirate hat off for <laughs> torrents and puts yep. it away and then they're like fast forward 10 years and it's like you need 
Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, uh, fucking Crackle, everything else, and they're just like oh, nobody has a paid Crackle subscription. Does Crackle have a paid tier? That's a good I question. Have no idea. That's a I, good question. I used Crackle for like uh, we've talked about years. Crackle way too much on this show. We've given they Crackle so much fucking air briefly. time. Joe Dirt too. Ah, Joe Dirt too. That's right. <laughs> Uh, I will never you watch pay that. for Crackle. It, I wouldn't recommend it. Joe Dirt One is one of the best movies ever made. Top Fantastic five comedies. Movie. Nah, don't nah what? me. Nah, you can't There's... just nah my opinion. Yeah, you couldn't be more wrong either. No, <laughs> that's I, fact, I, not opinion. I, there's a bunch of Mel Brooks movies that push that right off the top five list. Yeah, Mel Brooks. Oh, he said top five. No, it's not top five. Yeah, top yeah, see, one. There you go. Top, that's why top... I said nah. <laughs> Classic comedy, top one hundred, not top five. Not top, I, top five. I wouldn't disagree with your opinion that it's very good because yeah, sure, it's up to you. But as soon as you make a list and put it near the top, fuck you. I don't think so. <laughs> Donkey Kong is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat Two is the best video game ever made. I disagree. <laughs> In other streaming news, um, Samsung had news. their big phone reveal event this weekend or this Is it going to blow Tuesday. up? Uh, it might. They're putting, it in, they're putting an enormous battery in it, like 4,500 okay. milliamp. Um, Man, that thing's going to explode so spectacularly this then. This is so what got them in trouble the last time. They're looking for what, like six hours of battery life? Well, they have a 1440 screen that runs at 120 hertz. Uh, so Why? it's a goddamn cell phone. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I guess the surprise was Microsoft coming on stage and announcing a partnership to bring cloud-based gaming to the Galaxy line of phones. Specifically, and Dan went from six to twelve. He well, was so excited for cloud-based game. <laughs> the, the the funny thing is, they didn't just say that. It was, it I've was never a good, really like good, that. really good boner <laughs> joke. You know, I don't. We don't get a lot of good boner jokes on the show. It's true. I I had to compute this for him. I'm like six. Oh, yeah, he was he was swinging low, and then he was out of tension. Yeah, that's how a clock works. I was thinking this was a scale, like out of one out of ten, and he was at six, and then all of a sudden he was like, "I'm fucking amped." No, I was in a completely different headspace. Yeah. I wasn't ready in, for the big joke. In that scenario, <laughs> he has a chubby. For Microsoft walking on stage. Yeah, no, I, I get it now, <laughs> but it's free took announcement a of anything. I was just like eh, six to twelve. These numbers don't add up in any way I can do. <laughs> the 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 stupid thing was, or the interesting thing was, or both, was that they didn't just announce that Project X Cloud was going to be available on uh, Galaxy phones, which it already is. Uh, the beta is. It's just that Forza Street is available, which is a a, a failed computer game. Um, that I think they were just trying to to recreate the magic of Need for Speed Underground and didn't. But uh, I this... forgot about Need for Speed Underground. That was a that should have made my list. But the, the, I mean, if this is <laughs> if this is a if this is the way that streaming is going to go. Like we haven't even gotten off the ground yet, and we're already reaching exclusive deals with you need to buy this phone to play this game. This is going to be a fucking nightmare. This is everything oh, yeah. that I didn't want to happen happening in the first you know six months of this service being available whoever gets me jones life in the fast lane streaming they have my money go on i don't know what that game is but I that's feel a like... joke strictly for me <laughs> you've been telling a lot of those lately <laughs> yeah yeah this is a podcast but it's all about me yeah he's basically just verbally masturbating the whole time <laughs> 
Oh, uh, the dick joke floodgate has opened. Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. Um, yeah, streaming's starting to piss me off. The, yeah, um, welcome to me six months ago. With Steve. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. The 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 games leaving GeForce now, not that big of a deal because you're playing games that you already own. Um, it does suck for anybody that bought those games that doesn't have a computer that can already run them because now you have nothing that can run them. I'd imagine the number is small or there would have been enough fake internet outrage. There was. They, they're, they're issuing refunds. Okay. Yeah. There was enough people that didn't actually have anything to do with this mad on the internet about it that they issued refunds to the six people that bought do. Call of Duty to play on their phone, even though Call of Duty Mobile exists and it's a pretty good game. Speaking of phone games, Magic the Gathering Arena is coming to cell phones near you in 2020. I- I downloaded a Magic phone game over the weekend, and I did not open it up. Like Magic Mana the Strike? Gathering, or like one that teaches <laughs> yeah. you how to like do magic. Mana Strike. I read that it was like maybe tactical, so I was like, "Hey, that's my alley." And then I uh, I got mugged down there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play that. Steve, is either this, I is, this, <laughs> is this going to uh, get you back into MTG Arena, being able to play on the crapper? No. Um. It's usually enough to get me to play anything. I don't care. <laughs> Tell me I can take a shit while I'm doing it. I'm down. I don't care for that system very much because uh, the play styles are too restrictive because they only put in cards from the past handful of sets. So all you can play is like standard, some draft, and some like the oddball shit that you can only play on there because those are the only cards they have. But in general, I just don't enjoy playing magic digitally against people like that mm-hmm. because um, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking with my other friend, Jeff, who I play magic with every time there's a, a new no release. And yeah. And um, I don't like it because I've, I prefer to play that game as a social game. Mm-hmm. I like to sit across from somebody and I like to be able to <coughs> if I want to employ like mind game tactics or try to get a feel for what the player is doing based on their actions. I like to try to read a person. And you can't do that on Arena. Arena actually is like the furthest removed that you can get because you basically can't talk to your opponent. I think you, there might be a chat box, but nobody ever fucking uses it. You can do like dumbass emotes. But like I can tell when things are coming down to a wire and my opponent is stressed out. Because I can see the board state and notice that like they're missing something, or they just like nervously start flicking their cards. So I understand that, like if I have an advantage, I should press that advantage because they're worried about something, or that I might try to trick them by making a nonsensical move and baiting something out. This is very blind. It's just like I might as well be playing against a robot, and it takes that social aspect out of it. And for me. That makes those games feel really long. Ma- Magic a- the Gathering Arena made me realize that I don't like Magic that much. Um, yeah. I-, I like I like just getting together and playing anything. Um, and Magic just happened to be that game for a long time. And- yeah, if you if you make a crazy play uh, on a card table with a bunch of people, you have a bunch of people being like, "Oh shit, you're fucked." You do a crazy play in Arena and just like, yeah, <laughs> like that, like eh, it sucks all the enjoyment out of it. That's that's not my way of playing and uh plus wizards of the coast is really fucking up lately so um 
I'm not going to support that particular business venture right now. Yeah, I'm not going back into it. I'm guessing, Jeff, this isn't enough to get you to start learning how to play Magic. So was six Magic talks ago, I started to learn how to play, and I entirely fell off of it. But it's one of those things I want to learn how to play. I would, I would definitely recommend learning how to play in person. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the beginner's course through there. I would, I would get somebody and just have them run you through. Here, here's the deal: I'm craving a card game in the worst way, and Nintendo won't give me the Pokemon trading card game on the Switch. Uh, so I'll, I'll bite into just about any card game you throw my way. <laughs> I, I can't believe they didn't incorporate the Pokemon trading card game in Sword and Sword and Shield. Like that, that just well, I mean, felt like it was such a, a layup. Well, the whole thing was a layup, and they decided to lay down. Yeah. I don't have a good symbol that but I can hit, but it was really good. That was really good. <laughs> Fired them off tonight. Uh, yeah, Pokemon Home released. Max isn't on, so I don't know who to talk to about this. Yeah, only Pokemon shit happens when he's not here. Yeah, all the Pokemon <laughs> yeah. news happens when he takes his week off. Yep. Uh, uh, they give they give you a free it. month. They give you a free month free of, of Pokemon Bank to get your your shit off your old stuff and put it in the thing. It's a classy move, Nintendo. Yeah. When you, you I give you a lot of shit. Give you a little like, ta- Give you a little taste. Like. Uh, when you just decide to release Twin B for the SNES, and you're like, "That's it, that's your game for the next six months." Uh, I give you a lot oh, of yeah, shit. Did, but, did you uh, see the? Did you see the games that they released? A couple <laughs> if of winners. You want to call them that? Yeah, that, a couple of I, winners. Yeah, that wet fart of a press release they had for that. Did, I don't even know. Did they release a press release? I didn't even get an email that they even released they, a press release. They, I think it was just they Twitter. Did a, they, they did a uh, YouTube video. Did they? Yeah, Twin B boat racing, uh, something else. I know and, the two uh, Super Nintendo games were two Japanese only games, and then the, yeah. the two NES games were games I never heard Something of. Something Ninja, but it's not Shinobi. Yeah, yeah. I pictured Nintendo over there, just like, well, just we released like, all our great games. Well, Nothing we got else. we got all these Donkey Kong Country games, and and we got uh, RPGs, and, and we have all this good stuff. They don't want that. They want two player NES boat racing. People have been cla- I can't fucking walk three feet without getting hit up or uh, boat racing game. You know, there's not there is not a lot of boat racing games out anymore. Like that's not Blood a thing. Wake. Blood Wake. You is ever that... played Blood Wake? Uh, probably. Is it old? Uh, original Xbox. It's basically twisted metal, but with boats. Good. It's so much fun. Yeah. No. And th- that's another game t- that doesn't exist anymore. The the car combat game. Where's the? They need to remake Vigilante Eight. Didn't I was they, never a fan of Vigilante 8, but... Didn't they try to resurrect um, Twisted Metal not too long ago? And PS3. Just kind of... Was that Black? No, Black was fantastic. That was PS2. That was PS2. I think it was a launcher. Was there just, was there just, a, was just a game called Twisted Metal? Yes, on they the tried PS3. to reboot it. And did it have just that's like a... Sweet Tooth just standing on the cover? It's Sweet Tooth's face, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. The, the last game I remember my friend group buying before we entirely disbanded on video games. Hmm. Sorry, when they entirely disbanded on video games. Twisted Metal ruined your friendship. Yep. You're like, this game sucks so much, I'm never playing another one again. Uh, failed marriage ruined those friendships, but we're not going to get into it on the podcast. <laughs> well, that's how bad the game was. It ruined somebody's marriage. <laughs> I don't think we can blame Twisted Metal on what happened there. Speaking of games that are going to ruin people's (laughs) marriage, Dreams comes out on Friday. uh, After, what, Uh, seven, eight, 
eight years since it was announced. Yeah, I was uh, uh, shocked. I hadn't already bought and abandoned it. Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, that... somebody's gonna have to run me through this because I have not heard of this game. So, until so you do you know who me- you know who Media Molecule <sighs> Media Media Molecule, Molecule is? Little big, gaming little podcast. big plant. Yeah. I just I, uh, I lisp. It's a lispy thing. <laughs> I am Little Big Planet of Little Big Planet. Yes. So the people that made Little Big Planet one and two, um, not three. They didn't make three. Went off and decided they were going to make just a super ambitious like video game making tool set that they were going to release at the beginning of the PlayStation Four. I think it was supposed to be a PS Four launch title. Okay. Uh, and it just never came out, and everyone thought Until... it was nothing this week and it, yeah on this friday is we actually get to see this it's been out in beta they've had a creator's beta for a while there was early People access are making some wild shit yeah. in this game i'd recommend mm-hmm. looking it up because it's what, what people are creating with these tools are amazing what i like uh, most about it is you can just kind of make assets so okay. like i could just do voiceover like i could sit here and just yell obscenities into my microphone and then put them out there and then people could take my assets and put them in their games. So that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to be yelling obscenities in the microphone. Right. And if anybody out there wants to license Game Night Now for their video game, shoot up Dan at GameNightNow.com. You know it. We are cheap. <laughs> we At this point, we might actually pay you to put us in your video game. <laughs> anybody interested in playing this? I'm very much interested in it, uh, but I'm going to wait because this this is the kind of game where I would either get entirely obsessed with, or just not give a shit about immediately after opening it. Yeah, I'm scared this is going to be Mario Maker all over again, where it was really well, fun for the Sony first knows hour. How to make a competent internet uh, infrastructure? That's so very true. It'd be better than Mario Maker too. That's very true. I, I've watched a little bit of footage of it. Um, there's some really neat stuff out there already, and. I can't wait to see what the like the greater population can do with these. The tools. only downside, though, is that Activision Blizzard owns whatever you make. It's in the agreement. <laughs> they always do that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that as a business? Uh, like, oh, because they because they didn't good. the first time around, and that's how they don't have Dota two. Yeah. yeah. They only have eight billion dollars instead of nine billion dollars. <laughs> well, they got all that money back from the winnings from that guy from Hong Kong. Don't forget about that. The guy they banned. Yeah, he's That's back. how they're making their money back. He's back now. Now Dreams is cool. I, I I think it's coming out at the perfect time. Everything delayed out. I'm not really interested in Animal Crossing, which I think is the next big release. Um, Doom Eternal. Like I'm gonna play Resident Doom Evil Eternal. Three remake. I'm not playing Resident Evil Three. I uh, I thought about that today because I had when I had my Gamers Club discount, I did one last like I'm gonna buy the big name games for this year and get my discount. And I remembered that I bought Animal Crossing. It's a game I gotta play every day, and I'm not gonna check in on that town every day. <laughs> Sell me on Animal Crossing because I've never understood why people like that game. You like The Sims? Yeah, it's okay. You like cute animals? Yeah. Do you like extortion uh, by the town mayor? <laughs> of course. That's my favorite part. You show up in debt, but this time, for some reason, you live in a tent. That's uh, a life sim. It's like a uh, slice of life, relaxing kind of game. Like, why can't I think of it right now off the top of my head? And I'm stalling, and I still can't come up with it. Stardew Valley. Yeah, okay. 3D Stardew Valley. I mean, I like Harvest Moon a lot. 
Cars Moon 64 same, was one of my favorite same games. Same premise. Except it's Nintendo, so everything is overly cutesy and Harvest Moon was done. pretty adorable. Can you romance yeah. people? Uh, I don't believe so. But if you... The only thing I... I haven't Harvest Moon 64, I just kept uh, going to the bar to try to romance the girl that worked at the vineyard. And... <laughs> Uh, I would try to impress her by drinking all of the alcohol, but then inevitably black out. Impressive. Yeah. Never actually won her over. It did end up marrying the cake girl, the girl that works at the bakery, because all you got to do is keep buying cupcakes and giving them to her. That's true. You've set her up financially, but she was like, I might as well just, you know, give in. Yeah, this could be our money instead of just your money. <laughs> Now, I haven't played an Animal Crossing since the GameCube one, but it used to yell at you for just turning it off without saving. Mr. Uh, Resetti. Yeah, I, I know all the memes. I just never played If you don't visit the town for like six months, you come back and it's like basically looted through in, sh in shambles and there's grass patches everywhere and people are like, where have you been? And uh, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they give you a lot, of, a lot of shit about it. Is there an actual so. game there? Like, is there, or is it just like, just check in, play for 15, 20 minutes to shut it off type of situation. Are you, like, progressing it's, towards something? It's kind of a fetch quest game. Yeah. All right. I think I'll pass on that one. You still have yeah. your Gamefly, right? No, I got rid of that. Okay. There there wasn't anything worth. Like, I said, I had Judgment for, like, two months, and I was like, holy shit, I have not tried to get a new game. I should probably just send Judgment back because you can get Judgment for, like, $8 now. Yeah, it's uh, it's worth every goddamn penny. I, might, I actually might go back. I was having a good time with that, so... I might go back and, and give that a try. That's the uh, uh, Yakuza, Yakuza style detective game. Oh, yeah. Jeff, flip and sweets game right now, or game, or game of the year. Mm -hmm. Come on, All man, right. pay attention. I hear, I hear judgment, and there was a shitty indie game I played a decent amount of. That you hear judgment, and you called... just feel what I'm feeling towards you right now. I, I think it's called like <laughs> judged though. So immediately that comes to mind, and I was like, why would Jeff play that piece of shit? And that brings us to everybody's favorite part of the week, the Flippin' Five, where we give Jeff a topic and he ranks it one through five. This week, what gaming moments would you like to go back in time and relive? To qualify, you get to relive the entire experience. So that includes yes. what the social atmosphere of the time was, your lifestyle at the time that allowed you to play a game a certain way, um, the, the player base also all comes back too. So, um, Jeff, what's your number five moment? Uh, there will be some spoilers. Maybe. Yeah, I can do it. Some light, I can do it some light spoilers. We will, uh, we'll tell you that. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Just uh, total spoilers. <laughs> number five. I would love to go back and play Skies of Arcadia, uh, fresh. Uh, I've been chasing this RPG high ever since, and nothing has stacked up to it. Uh, there's games that feel Dreamcast-era RPG-E, uh, but I remember I borrowed my brother's Dreamcast, brought it down on, I had a 10-inch color TV from Radio Shack that had a headphone jack, and I put it next to my bed, and I laid in bed and played through the entire Skies of Arcadia in a weekend. Absolutely adore that game. And it's far enough away in my memory that I don't remember major plot points, so mm -hmm. I might actually get to go back and do this. Start drinking. <laughs> We've been over this. Yeah. We started with this. Uh, yeah, Skies of Arcadia. I would love to go back Steve, to... Steve, did you like... see this topic at all? That you have anything that you want to chime in with? or uh... I, 
I did write things, but I did not carry through your specific intent. So I don't have uh, like specific things, more as like things in general that I miss. Yeah, fine, whatever. Go for it. Um, uh, for my number five, it was basically playing a whole game with somebody. Yeah, because that's that's an impossibility nowadays. Oh. But um, like I used to just come home after work my wife would go to bed because we worked sort of different times and my friend would come online and we'd just pick a a co-op game and we'd play through the entire thing on steam um when uh divinity came out i played that with two different people start to finish and that always feels so good just like playing a long game and enjoying the whole thing with somebody else and it is not going to be a possibility until my daughter grows up and I can do it with her. Mm-hmm. Number four, Jeff, what do you got? Number four, uh, I forget the year, but uh, me and my brother both got a Game Boy Advance for Christmas, and he got Mario Kart, and I got Advance Wars, and I remember burning through batteries that week, <laughs> just tearing through Advance Wars. Uh, probably the happiest Christmas memory I've ever had, if I had to go back and put a Put a number on it. Uh, a lot of fun. One of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, that's cool. And shortly after that, we went to go get food uh, on Christmas Day. And my brother slammed my head in the car door when he was going to clear the snow off of the side of it. And this happened two Christmases in a row. <laughs> this explains a lot about It explains so much. This explains why you like to keep syrup in the refrigerator. Steve, I like what, do you cold. Got, what do you got for number four? <laughs> um, I put being invested in characters in a story. I haven't haven't been in that state of mind where I can just enjoy... Give a shit about a character. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I couldn't do it nowadays the same as I could when I was a kid. But when I played the old school JRPGs, like I wanted to grind i wanted to feel more powerful but i also really wanted to find out what happened or just in general continue the story and i feel like at this point in my life i've been exposed to so much of that stuff that instead of something being new and interesting i'm just like all right what trope is going to happen oh, yeah the girl's going to get killed yeah like it's it sort of lost its luster because you've seen it before do you think and, that has something to do with the fact of like the games that you choose to play, like the the same I, game? I feel like the big cinematic games are not PC games; they're PlayStation um, games. No, or they're just, bad ports. I just feel it's a storytelling and experience thing. It's sort of like when Game of Thrones came out; it was very alien for a series to come out where they would routinely kill anybody that you might consider a main character like i'm following along with this guy this guy's gonna save the day it's gonna uh no he just fucking got his head chopped Mm -hmm. off like what now and that's something that is now in the public conscious so that if anybody else tries that that shock factor is not there anymore they're just like oh yeah we've seen this before and that's the problem that i have trying to play new games unless they write an, a story or something that is so engaging that I can really get behind it and it's fresh and it's new, but things aren't like that anymore. And it's just like, all right, so I've play, got this dumbass. Play, play, play God of War. Yeah. I'm not War saying they don't exist, War. but just in general, like I can't pick up a game and be like, I'm, I'm going to find out what's happening. Senua is a good pick too. Yeah. You want a yeah. random good story game. 
Number three, Jeff. Number three, uh, I would love to go back and play Yakuza 0 and not know the story. Uh, Majima Goro is one of my favorite video game characters, and it's because I played the prequel that didn't exist when the actual game came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Minor spoiler territory, if you start with Yakuza 1, uh, he's a fucking prick and you hate him. (laughs) If you play Yakuza 0, it absolutely makes sense why his character arc went to that point. And he's just a fun character. Yeah, going going back and, and re-experiencing like your favorite video games for the first time would be something. It would be interesting to see like if you just erased that memory from your thoughts and just played it now, if it would still have the same impact one year. So I'm I'm gonna play The Last of Us before The Last of Us Two comes out, because uh, it's far enough along. I remember big story beats, but I forgot a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if it's. I know it's not gonna have the same impact, but I'm curious if it's gonna be close. Yeah, I need to instead play of, Left Behind. Instead of something happening and you're being like, "Oh, we're gonna I be say like, Left 4 Dead," I meant Last of Us. No, no, Last I Left Behind us. the the prequel of Last of Us, like the okay add-on content. Steve, what do you got? Number three. Uh, well, I accidentally dove into this during the last one, but wholly new experiences and. Granted, you will eventually run into these, but there's so many new, there's so many games that were coming out that were new and fresh to us because it was still somewhat a new environment. So like playing an MMO for the first time and being blown away because it's always been like just you or just you and the person next to you or your friends. And then all of a sudden being online. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how crazy it was the first time booting up Final Fantasy XI and just, like, standing there in Bastok being like, oh, these motherfuckers are not NPCs. Like, holy shit. Uh, and occasionally something pops up and it's a new experience. Like, uh, I put in here, Battle Royales. They're fairly fresh. And now they've been copied to shit and everything. But it's becoming more and more rare or at least fewer and far between that a new experience pops up. Like we, we lived through the era where sandbox games came to be and it was cool and it was exciting. And it's new, but now yeah, they're a dime a dozen. So uh, yeah, we, we're, we definitely live in a remake culture where, um, I mean, every indie game is just a Metroidvania and everyone just like, they came like, Procedurally generated I Metroidvania. I hate procedural generation. Like there, there's still some untappedness there. Like uh, eventually, uh, like long term, hopefully we move away from uh, PCs and uh, consoles and get more into like fucking implants or higher quality VR and things like that. And that has far more possibilities to move into. So I think there's definitely room there, but lately there's it's been few and far between for actually new experiences instead of just like better versions of the old stuff. Hmm. <coughs> number two. Uh, number two, uh, visiting Rapture for the first time. Remember how goddamn cool Bioshock was when you mm-hmm. first, and then you started to peel back the layers and realize just how absolutely bananas this place was? Uh, I would love to not have that in my brain and play through again from the start. Um, and just those minor spoilery side note, I beat Bioshock three for the first time, like two years ago. And my brother was telling my brother beating it. We were talking back and forth as I was starting the game. And I was like, Oh, this game's great. I love it. 
and then I guessed the ending about 18 minutes in. God, that sucks. Yeah, and I like I I asked him if that was the ending, and he's like, I'm not gonna tell you. And then I, the entire time I'm playing it, I'm like, son of a bitch, this is I, I know this is the ending, uh, but it I like how it ended, but I'm just mad that I figured it out 18 minutes into the game. Mm-hmm. Steve, what do you got? Uh, I put a feeling of community in a game. And this is something I think I only really ever felt in Final Fantasy XI because that game forced you to cooperate with people under every circumstance. Like, if you wanted to level, you had to go join a party. You had to communicate with them. You had yeah. to be on a skill level. And not you had not to... to mention the server side. The size was pretty small, relatively speaking. So, like, you were yeah. going to run in, and, like, and you leveled so slow that you were you were kind of with the same people throughout your entire leveling process. Yeah, and you would have to sit there, and it's not only that, but it's like, all right, we have designated roles. What is everybody's, like, skills? Because you have to match those up to see how you're going to set them off in order to do the skill chains into the magic bursts like there was it was very very coordinated heavy you had to play together at a level that i don't think exists anymore and even when you're outside of that like there was the auction house but there was also shitloads of people just selling stuff out of their backpacks doing mm-hmm. the um the little stores and you could find good deals that's how you made money you could barter with people there was like an actual sense of we are all kind of in this together yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. A lot, like, a lot of stuff that people would bitch about if they put into a modern MMO because it was oh, yeah. inconvenient. There's a lot of inconveniences about that game. Yeah, um, no, it was definitely horribly inconvenient, but it was special and unique in its inconvenience, if that makes any so sense. So my, I'll, I'll chime in since you brought up Final Fantasy Eleven twice. I know you would. Staying up all night camping something with other people so it used to be me and phil um and we would take turns sleeping <laughs> waiting for something to pop and then you'd <laughs> yeah. wake up the whole apartment because we had everybody that we needed to take it down and you know like and it would be a two-hour fight and you'd maybe get the thing that dropped but that that moment in my life where you know that that adrenaline rush that you got when the when the NM popped and you claimed it and you had to like kite it around until you could gather your group together and like that's yep. that's an experience that I don't think I'll ever experience again and that's kind of what I was trying to go at with with this question. Um, does Fantasy Star Online two have any interest to either of you? I saw that they are actually coming out with the English version of that for the first time ever, right? Yeah, it's free to play. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I I don't think like, I've always wanted to. I remember buying Guild Wars because like, I wanted to get into an MMO, and I cannot get into an MMO. I, think I, I, I could never. I could never passed. do it solo. Like it's the only reason I ever got into any MMO I ever played is because I had roommates and people close to me that were playing it as well. Yeah, I can't having, imagine ever doing it by myself. Having people around you and even even better if they're local to you playing an MMO gives it a just a multiplier to its longevity in your attention span in life because it's not just the stuff that you want to do it's the stuff that you want to help each other with mm-hmm. and um yeah that, that whole game is just rife with interesting experiences uh my friend used to play at night like deep night and early morning because that was his schedule 
and he used to tell me all the time about he basically got adopted into a japanese guild because they were always on together and he played a bard and bards just played a song that refilled mp and their whole grinding style was they'd take like four or five black mages and just burn the shit out of everything just spell 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 and it required one bard to just sit there and play your dumb fucking mana song and so that's all he did and they didn't speak any english but they had that like weird phrase translator in game and so they just had a perfect communication system with each other and they would like try to figure out how to tell him to follow them and they would take him on quests to get him special equipment to make him better at doing his one single job for them. Like, he'd show up the next day decked out and shit, and he's like, look what my JP guys got me. I'd be like, is that is that the fucking monkey crown that, like, you eat bananas to make even more, like, stat boosts? And he's like, yep, and they gave me a shitload of bananas because I just sit there and, and play this dumb fucking song. And I was like, god damn, but... Like, that's basically unheard of. Mm-hmm. And all, most any game that has a MMO feature, you're not really playing with people. They just sort of exist in the same space, but they're all doing their own thing. Like, it, they don't yeah, really the, get the internet ruined that. Data mining ruined that. There there was still, like, when Final Fantasy wait, wait, XI first came don't, out... Don't get into data mine. You're hitting my number one. <laughs> when Final Fantasy XI came out, the Japanese had it for a full year ahead of us, so they were way better at it than we did. Yeah, And they knew all the stuff and wouldn't tell you. So you had to, like, mm-hmm. sneak it out of them. Like, they'd all be decked out, but they'd never tell you where they found anything. But you know, Yeah, that's... you'd be sitting there and, and you watch look it up. go across. Like there, yeah. there was, like, there was websites, but a lot of it was just a bunch of question marks, and it was all fan-submitted, and nobody, and there was just, like, rumors, and there, there was a whole crafting system in that game that I still don't think people understand. But people used to think that you had to face a certain direction During on a certain day with a certain phase of the moon, and it was all just rumors and hearsay. It just doesn't exist yeah. anymore. There, just schoolyard there shit. There was... There was shit in that game that was so unknown, or at least not, like, broken into. I used to make money off of, there's a goblin in the back of a town, hidden in, like, a random house. And he would sell you different color chips for, like, a pretty substantial amount of money. And you'd buy them, and there were four hidden locations in, like, minor areas across the world. And in each one of those hidden locations... There was just a slot, and if you put the chip that corresponded to that area in the slot, it would basically just shit out an item to you that was completely random, and it was like a relic item. So there were like relic arrows, relic swords and weapons, or it could be something like kind of worthless. It was a form of gambling, basically. But if you got one of those like relic weapons, or even a single arrow, because people could like reuse those, they were worth a shitload of money. And one of them was right outside the town, so I'd go buy, like, three or four blue chips, go gamble it on a handful of these relic things, and sell it for more money, as long as I got a decent roll. And, like, nobody fucking knew it, Mm-mm. because there were, that information just didn't get out there. Yeah, no, it's a different time. That would definitely be a good time to go back to. Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through my honorable mentions here. Uh, Halo 2 multiplayer and four-player Goldeneye. Two, two uh, very I, good experiences. I, I miss both of how those experiences felt. Uh, that was the last... Well, Goldeneye would probably be the last time as a group in the same place we played multiplayer. Uh, and Halo 2 was the last, like, peak. Uh, you couldn't wait to get off work and go home and get on Xbox Live and make sure all your friends were on to just uh, beat the shit out of one person and, you know, have a night of it. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and the opening of Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. My other honorable mention. Uh, that'll never feel as cool as it did. Like coming home, unboxing all my shit, setting up my Switch, getting ready, popping Breath of the Wild in, and just experiencing that for the first time. Masterpiece. No, I mean, we haven't, uh, we haven't seen a launch like that since like the 64, where like you just, everything was just so perfect. Everything, they, they nailed it. Uh, but my number one gaming moment that I wish I could relive for the first time again uh, is take control from control. I swear to God, I've said it on this podcast a number of times. That is the coolest video game experience of my life. That's you said that's a later uh, later because I was playing a little control this week, but I'm still end pretty of early. Yeah, I, still, I, I really still a little I, bit of little bit of time. I'm to being get to so that. vague about it. It's just so goddamn cool that they like they spend all this time building up to this like. I can't I'll, finish I'll, burn, this game. <laughs> I'll burn through it this week and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, it's the coolest goddamn thing in a video game I've experienced in my life. My yeah. hat goes off to them. Uh, just great game design. You'll have to and, ruin every... that for me offline because yes. I want to know what you're talking about and the chances of me just, playing this game. Just YouTube uh, take control. Uh, control. And watch somebody play through it. Uh, if you do ever want to play it though big disclaimer don't ruin this for yourself get to it naturally steve what do you got for your number one gaming moment you wish to relive um data mining i'm gonna guess data mining well it's pretty much that it was exploring (laughs) the unknown right like i understand why people do this because i do it all the time if i'm playing a game i don't have a lot of time and I need to find an item or a quest, I immediately open up Google. I absolutely hate that I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do hate it too, because you do have much more of a sense of accomplishment if you find all the dumb shit hidden in a stage by yourself. Unless but, you're playing Castlevania. Fuck Castlevania. <laughs> but when you're at this point in your life where your time actually means quite a lot to you, then you basically start up a game with a list of shit you want to get done. And solving things naturally doesn't come into play anymore and i i wish people would not data mine things i would be fine if it was one of these things where like as a community people figure it out and then post the answers online after so long but i hate that kind of stuff where they're like hey we introduced this new raid and there's a boss and he has these abilities people can't figure it out and then like two days later like ah that shit's old we beat it like 40 times because we we basically broke it down to its bits and ones and zeros and decoded the exact sequence and it's just like fucking hell Mm. like nothing's nothing's new and special anymore no so it's and it's hard it really is hard to have the self-control to not do it like to just shut yourself off from it knowing that it's out there i don't know just well it gets it gets into spoiler content too because even destiny has issues with that where if they like put a gun in the game that has a correlation to maybe somebody you haven't seen in a long time and they have they do this thing where every week there's an update and it sort of evolves whatever season they're in and that is sort of like a week by week story but if somebody's like, hey, I'm looking at this exotic from, you know, this guy who we haven't seen before, he's definitely going to show up by the end. And then 
they roll up to it and they're like, oh, yep, said somebody died to mine that. That's definitely what's happening. And it just kind of ruins the experience sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how about you guys just fuck off? You know, leave that shit to a theory crafting area or a spoiler area. But it's just like basically common knowledge. As soon as that thing is online and somebody has a packet sniffer and just gets through it, it's like, you might as well just fucking release the patch notes that just tell you what's happening in the game. Pretty much. My two toss-ups for number one are, two hoop in the chat actually said it, uh, playing Halo 1 for the first time, multiplayer, 16-player, everybody had to bring a console and a TV with them. You'd set them all up in the living room. And uh, my, my wife just got home and she's getting the dog all riled up. How many pink drinks does she have? I don't know. We'll she find out how high crashed. her voice is. Um, why do you have a bag of drugs? <laughs> it's bath bomb. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. <laughs> Name the price. Name the price. But sixteen player, talking you to know, you four, four players. That's the dog. <laughs> the microphone's very sensitive, by the way. <laughs> I turn. Turns out I like gin, so that's good. Hey, I like gin too. You like a rat? She want to come back sweetie. for post game. We're almost done. <laughs> she can just sit next to you and talk to us about pink drinks and gin because I'm on board. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 16 player Halo and Rock Band Two, I think it was, was a perfect time in my life. I lived with the guys uh, that wanted to play that game, and we played that game a lot. Uh, uh, I can't. I don't even want to guess how much money I spent on DLC in Rock Band oh, Two. Dude, so much, so much. But that brings us to the final part of the game where we play video game. Who am I? Put two minutes on the clock. You guys guess yes or no questions until you figure out who it is. Uh, let me know when you're ready to go. Isn't it Jeff's turn? It is, but I didn't give him time to think of one. So if you let you have one in your mind already. <laughs> yeah, I got Jeff, one. All right. look at any fucking game around you. <laughs> like two hours ago. Should I take it out? Yeah. Uh, two minutes are on the clock. And Jeff, you have the uh, the answer, so I'm asking questions this week. And two minutes, go. Uh, was the title was the title of the character in the title of the game? Uh, one of them, yes. Was it a '90s era? Yes. PlayStation. No. PC. No. Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo. No. Genesis. Yes. Uh, do they have tails? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tails? <laughs> it is Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. You got it. A new record. Fucking owned. I guess Tails every week. I figure for my first one, I might as well pick Tails. We never we never get it, even though that one was very easy. I'm still counting it as a win. You should. If you, if you liked what you heard, you can catch us over on GameNightNow.com and every podcast service you could ever imagine. If you got questions for the flipping five, shoot them in. Definitely Dan or Jeff at GameNightNow.com. Not not Dan or Jeff. I should probably make Dan or Jeff because now I said it. So either Dan at GameNightNow.com, <laughs> Jeff at GameNightNow.com, or Dan or Jeff at GameNightNow.com. That'll email both of us. Have you, for Jeff, have you made an email for me yet? You yeah, can it's Steve me. at GameNightNow.com. And the, the, password, the password's in the chat from months ago. You just didn't do it. So we don't no, put your I name in. No, I definitely didn't. For Jeff and Steve, I'm Dan. We'll see you next week. Pink drink. She left me a wrap. Nice. And she likes gin. 
You're learning all kinds of things about your wife tonight. Mm-hmm. I made tuna salad for, for dinner. Oh, man, you too? You had tuna salad for dinner? Yeah. Nice. Nachos. All right, run me through your tuna salad recipe. Uh, Mine's pretty basic, bitch. So I like tuna, a straight mayo. Starbucks? It's got to be real mayo. Oh, it got to be like... real mayo. No miracle yeah, my wife does like sense. the avocado mayo and shit. Ugh, no. So just classic mayo. Uh, you got to do a little bit of salt and pepper because you got to bring that salt level up, bring those mm-hmm, flavors out. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely, definitely. I agree. I like a tiny bit of crunch, but I don't yeah, like the flavor. You don't put of any celery. crunch in it, it's tuna slop. Yeah. So, like, fairly finely chopped. Uh, I was hoping that one's reference was going to be just for me, but obviously you're an Everybody Loves Raymond fan, too. No. No, you just yeah. laughed at the joke? Yeah, just laughed at the joke. Okay. Ray Romano is a funny guy. He got some jokes. That was not. It was his dad. That was his dad. Uh, Deborah <laughs> didn't put any show. celery in the tuna salad, and he goes, "It's not tuna salad unless it has celery. It's tuna slop." Can I? Can I tell you that celery would, if I like tuna, would be the worst part of it. Yeah. Uh, like when I eat potato salad, I fucking hate uncooked celery in it. But that's what you have to use, because you get like it's just a creamy texture and then just a harsh crunch, and I hate it. <laughs> I like to let it if after a night in the refrigerator that celery gets a little bit softer and it's fine. Yeah, but I understand the, it's a clashing texture, and I have the same issue with uh, ice cream that has chocolate chips in it because it's nah, just nah, like I can do mint chocolate chip all day. Uh, mint, the, mint the is chocolate not for is just dessert. Like, mint is for brushing your teeth. We'll talk about that next. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna brush my teeth hard, with ice cream because it's amazing. <laughs> I don't want like hard pieces of what is essentially plastic because it's so cold and rigid that i'm just like i don't enjoy this i just want ice cream then all right so, as a kid oh. i used to get nerds blizzards so i know what you mm. mean uh it's like people who put gummy bears in their ice cream i'm like well you might as well just put rocks in at that point yeah <laughs> so you, you uh, have, the, was, celery, you have the celery you have the celery in question? there you have the, oh, yeah. you have the onion in there too you put a little bit of onion in there um, powder maybe i'm not against it but generally it's not worth the effort to go like cut an onion and my, on- over my onion my onion my onion ratio is very high in my tuna salad it's just because, like, the amount you'd need is, just, like, this much. No, I put a ton worth... of onion. I put, like, a half of onion. Cutting one. You a close talker with your onion-flavored tuna? Oh, I, I guarantee you I reek. I, like, I smell <laughs> awful. Secret ingredient? Worcestershire sauce. Just a splash. Love. Just a splash. Try it next time. It'll change you your life. put egg in yours? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually... I, barring onion in it, because usually we just don't have any that we're willing to go cut um will you onion... save them save them for later the precious yeah, onions well, you have to start we're not like... willing to get rid of the onions for the tuna yeah, salad. body spray really yeah, you just don't want to cut apart an onion for basically like you know 180th of the onion you i'm gonna change your i'm gonna thing. change your goddamn life shallots yeah yeah but we just we don't just go buy shallots you could because you could but tuna salad you know you're an adult that... steve you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah but we don't usually plan on making tuna salad that's like plan b and all of those other ingredients you could just sort of have forever in your pantry you're, you're, and you're, you're an impromptu tuna guy huh yeah pretty much yeah whenever the but, fancy the cat fancy strikes you you break out that tuna what do you what do you, what do you what's your distribution system for the tuna though what do you mean do you like you He's roll, a white bread guy you uh white bread wrap pita Are you literally it's salad? yeah yeah Whoa, whoa, whoa. Obvious super fan there in the background. Get in chat if you want to ask questions. Yeah, just rolling her eyes about our tuna salad discussion over here. Man, this is this, where the show picks up. This is literally what everybody comes for. So, <laughs> um, Although, 
one of my favorite snacks to go with it is funyuns. So I'm worried that if I put onion in the tuna salad, I'm gonna have too much onion overall. I don't. <laughs> I love how sensitive these ladies are. I know. <laughs> yes, Mike, it's definitely cooking tips. I'm telling you, if you're making tuna salad, little splash of Worcestershire sauce in it. That is what makes Jimmy John's tuna taste as good as it does. Jimmy John's. Tuna. I've never had Jimmy John's tuna. Jimmy John's tuna, tuna is tuna. is top notch. You know, fast food tuna. I didn't know they had anything other than the uh, the bootlegger club. Yes, they can hear everything. Oh, we can absolutely hear you. (laughs) Show her the screen. I don't think that even changing the pattern on this probably will not. You're you're sitting like two feet away from me. Just have her get into frame, and so we can work this out. Now my microphone can pick up my neighbor taking a shit. It's <laughs> way too sensitive. He use he uses that specifically for that purpose. He's there with his headphones on. Yeah, it's he's there for it's that. a weird thing I'm into. Yeah, I just admitted on the internet. That's so. the after after hours stream. Yeah, Sarah says hi. Hi, Sarah. She'd say hi if her husband also, was on the stream. Mount Gretna Brewery isn't as bad as Sarah and Max says it is. Yeah, it's delicious actually. Yeah, yeah. Is and it the official gin. brewery of Game Night yeah. now? Uh, yeah, maybe. We have, there's a lot of breweries in this area. Like, there's there. a, there's more breweries than there are people in this area. Yeah, like the, the amount of money, drugs, and booze that come out of Central Pennsylvania is mind-boggling. There are banks, there are pharmacies, and there are breweries and wineries on every fucking corner. Mm-hmm. It's like the most white-collar Vegas. It's just the worst. <laughs> so you're you're basically Reno then. I guess. What's the best thing you have ever eaten? That's a good question. That is a good question. That is a good. It's got to be some kind of pizza. No. Um. So. This this episode has been very alcohol related, but being after a night of drinking, a fat sandwich from Are You Hungry in State College is the best thing I've ever eaten. That's not true. Um. You get live fact checked on the air yeah. here. There, I agree with you, and that it's not actually about what the item is so much as the experience of it, right? So, um, by all measures, Red Robin burgers are are fine or good, right? But if you spend all day on a golf course working up that hunger and you don't have anything with you and you're just dying, there's nothing better than like getting yourself a giant burger and steak fries like that that first couple bites is the best fucking thing you'll ever experience yeah i can agree with that um yeah to narrow it down to one meal though that's uh that's difficult i don't know if i've ever had or if i've had that many meals that i just remember as being really good rather than just ones that i remember as being like unique like we went to um, Philly, and my father-in-law took us to a restaurant that, like, we had no idea what it was. It was one of those places where they had, like, the menu posted outside, but suspiciously didn't have prices for anything. And he was like, eh, let's try this place. It's not a chain restaurant. And immediately I was uncomfortable in there because I'm looking around and everybody is in, like, business attire. And we're just, like, sitting there with T-shirts and fucking jeans, and he's got flannels. I was like, this is definitely a, like, high-end restaurant. And they come around, and they're like, you can try our chef's select, like, eight-thing sampler. And he was like, yeah, let's go ahead and get that. And it was, like, duck confit 
and like sh shit that you would see on like cooking shows and it was it was you fine just, you just jogged my stomach's memory when we were in france we took like a day trip with this tour guide and she took us around to all of these different places and i had roast duck for the first time in my life and it was the best thing i've ever eaten in my life <laughs> i'm glad i could trigger that memory for you contrast that though the worst meal i've ever had in my life is the first meal i had in france where we we had gotten off the plane we landed in paris and we had to take a train to strasbourg which is like a four-hour train ride so we flew all night then immediately went to customs got on a train and i ordered a uh chicken sandwich from like uh like a stall or something like that and they gave me tuna i don't eat tuna i don't eat anything that swims i said it three times i didn't want salmon <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> speaking of salmon now nah, uh, i ate tuna four fucking times in france it just kept appearing in front of me and they kept <laughs> making me eat it um but i was tired i did not speak the language we had zero access to internet and i'm eating a tuna sandwich or tuna baguette uh, wondering when the hell I'm gonna know what the hell is going on in this country. <laughs> Mike, what's your uh, what's your favorite food? Well, I talk about how mint does not belong in food. Steak mint does not belong in cheese food. bread with homemade fries. That's a good pick. Uh, you're you're welcome to your wrong opinion. It no. belongs in dessert, not food. No, no, it doesn't belong anywhere. Dessert is not food, though. Dessert. Dessert is most definitely food. It is absolutely not food. It is a I hate myself, but we're already all in on this meal. Let's uh, <laughs> let's put the cherry, the mint cherry, on top of this. Yes. Don't like mint. Do like mints, like a breath, yes. like a breath mint. Mint's good. Like a spe I'm... especially wintergreen lifesavers. The I'm champion of all mints. I I did can't. You, did you finally banish her to Twitch chat? She went upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It made, the, it made the stream very entertaining, and I do thank her for stopping by. I love being around your wife when she's drunk because she's so entertaining and talkative. I don't remember why we were at your house Just the one because time. she oh. said she loves gin, and you can't make that correlation that she's drunk right now. No, no, we went over to Dan's house at one was, point. We had a we game were... night or a football party or something. Yeah, you were we were... We were sitting outside around the table, and she comes in from, like, a girls' night just pretty, pretty drunk. And she just kind of sits down and just starts chatting up everybody. And mm -hmm. I was like, I love this person. Yep. She, she's the friendliest person when drunk. Yeah, she she just... will like find <laughs> random people sitting by themselves at the bar and just go start talking to them. And then if they have any, if they bring up video games at all, she comes and finds me and goes, here, this person likes video games. And now I have to talk <laughs> to that person for a while. Yeah. yeah. But I was sitting there. I was like, I, I, I only met her a few times. I don't know her. And she's, just focused she focused on me a few times asked me questions i was like that's kind of nice i like that and I but, was like, by the I, way being like forced to talk to a stranger about something i'm passionate about sounds like my worst nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't tell you how many times i've been at work and met have like started working around somebody new and they're like hey what do you like to do and i'm like uh yeah, i'm in my I... 30s and i play video games and then they start pronouncing they start pronouncing shit wrong uh, like when people call uh, Mario Mario, yeah. it drives me absolutely insane. The Pokemons, the Pokemons or Pokeman. Yeah. Uh, I, that, yeah. 
No. What's, what's pronounce it the way I pronounce it, or you're wrong. What's worse than uh, getting into the hobby discussion and saying games, because especially more and more games are much more acceptable. But like 10, 15 years ago, uh, when the only things I ever did were like games and go shooting, people would be like, oh, what's your hobby? And I was always real hesitant to mention anything about guns because it didn't have a good flavor back then. Definitely doesn't anymore. And I'd just be like, I, I would can tell always... a lot about you if you lead with guns. <laughs> yeah, I would always like throw in the term competitive. Be like, I shoot competitively because at least that gives it a legitimacy. You're mm. not just like, I'm just a fucking Yahoo who shoots up like cans and, and appliances. But uh, yeah, no, dog does not want to be on camera. <laughs> that's definitely one of the hobby things that I don't even throw in discussion. But your, I actually your have person a dog, like the dog breed that away. looks like a human dressed as a dog. Does not want to be on camera. Half of him won the <laughs> uh, the the best in show, the poodle. The one. labra or the doodle. The doodle part. Hmm. Was a big Did you one. watch Seven Days Out as well on Netflix? No. Okay. They did the Westminster Dog Show, and I've never hated people more in my life. Oh yeah, I have to watch that. <laughs> oh, just just the worst fucking human beings, uh, living vicariously through their dogs instead of their children. Yeah, I think I I I don't know. You want to be in a dog show? You want to be in is a it, dog show? Is it televised? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of Game Night Now Best in Show is... Did you hear the dog fart? I thought it was whining. No, that was his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> some Dizzy Gillespie shit right there. That was some Got some pitch on that. I thought your dog was just going like. <laughs> this is why people turn out for the post game. Tuna recipes, dog farts, we got it all. You just named we you just named the, the show this week. So thank you for tuna that. Tuna farts, dog show. <laughs> why oh. why stay for the after hours uh, listening to your neighbor shit when you can listen to a dog fart way ahead of time? Yeah, I'm I'm getting through all of my errands tonight. <laughs> uh, that's another thing off my to-do list yep. <laughs> oh, great job the dog part. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't even know where to go from here I think this is I think we just got the no, call this it is, at night this is the episode you submit for like award shows yeah yeah this is definitely uh, streamy, and the winner is season. game night now for tuna dog part <laughs> If you guys do want to get into a game to stream, either on like a Wednesday or a different day, uh, I've got about six-ish weeks left before another class starts, so I'd be in for any of that time. Sounds good. Um, next, yeah, maybe next week we'll do some either Destiny Two or Killer Queen Black. Uh, let us know in or the chat Division or two. anywhere or any. Just show up. Just show up. I would also. Would be great. What's Please up, Carl? Would... Thanks for the questions. We still have two Carl questions left, but I'm saving them. I don't want okay, to burn yeah. all of our Carl questions out. Oh, I'll make Carl think of some more questions. I, it, it might as well just be like Carl's Corner. Yeah. We could rename it if we wanted to. I really well, think the Flip and Fly has, has nice alliteration, but Carl's Corner does. How about uh, Carl presents the Flip and Five? Carl presents the Flip and Five. I think he would absolutely be excited to hear that. Good stuff. Glad to hear it. 
Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the compliment. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday. If a stranger offers you gin and tells you to get into their van, don't do it. Mindy on take, her bachelorette the, party, gin, but... well, a, a homeless person congratulated her on getting married, and she gave the homeless person a hug. I'm Dan. That's Jeff. That's Steve. <laughs> we'll see you next week. No